I would rather see my little girls die now, still believing in God, than have them grow up under communism and one day die no longer believing in God. And the socialism is a movement which, if it has anything in common among its different tendencies, is a notion that we can do better than capitalism. It's a yearning to do better. It's the kind of yearning slaves had to go beyond slavery, or serfs to go beyond feudalism. Employees and the people who empathize with them figure we can go better and do better than capitalism. That's what socialism is. That while they preach the supremacy of the state, declare its omnipotence over individual man and predict its eventual domination of all peoples on the earth, they are the focus of evil in the modern world. Thank you all for coming. I assume that socialism is the reason that you came, either for it or against it. The who's? Bolshevik? Yeah, that one. Yeah, the Bolshevik Revolution was... was uh, it was a lot like the French Revolution. They just found everybody that they were mad at and fucking killed them. Hmm? Find somebody you don't agree with, cut their head off. Problem solved. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the French Revolution. <laughs> People can't argue with that. Go ahead. They cannot. <laughs> Nor can they hoard vast amounts of wealth. <laughs> peasants starve. Yep. Yeah, peasants starve. <laughs> help, help, I'm being repressed. Where the hell did that come from? Monty Python. Oh, no, uh, Sir Charlie Grimm. Fula. How the hell did we come from a tribalistic, pretty much socialist society that built civilization to allow ourselves to be ruled by one Um, We started allowing people to own land. Wouldn't that come with the concept of having my own house? Well, when we were tribal, we just moved around. Like, tribal societies moved around, you know, following well, game. Get, and when we get to a, our spring area, we build huts and we make a little temporary camp. Yeah. And I've got my hut. I'm yeah, you've got camp. your hut. But that's you not got your hut. Your but family. that's not an agricultural society. No, but that is the beginning of mine. It, well, kind of. Like, a. Uh, a lot of tribal, like Native Americans, there were several, you could call them socialists, because there was no, like, personal possessions, really. There was, like, a few things that might get handed down. But A few, yeah, like your, your favorite bow or, you know, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Your dad's tomahawk or some shit, yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't a possession as, like, you know, you owned it, but it was a communal thing that, somebody had and they used and they got passed down to you so you didn't have to get another one made kind of a thing yeah, yeah. i get that but it was the 
and yeah, everybody would pitch in to build a hut. But like I said, you had your hut. I had my hut for my family and your family. Mm-hmm. That would have to be where the beginning of you know mine versus yours would come from. I mean, maybe. And then somebody got mad because somebody built a better hut. But there were some that lived in communal shelters, you know, like the longhouses and shit. They'd go somewhere, they'd build a longhouse, and when the season moved, they'd just move along. Yeah, yeah, there, there, were, there were groups that would do that. Um, and I'm, I'm not trying to say one was better than the other, just saying, and trying to find out where the concept of how did we go from we're sharing everything as little well, we started to allow our chieftain that made. I guess that would have been the beginning of it. We, we, yeah, we, we started. We started. Uh, we stopped going from a hunter gatherer society to a settling down in one place with agriculture, and then people started owning the land that the agriculture was done on. Right? Then they could just get other people to work that land, and then they just didn't do shit. They just sat back and collected all the shit. Well, it, it's the whole evolution. It, it didn't just go to somebody owning land. That concept had to come from something. It had to have come from being settled in one area. Yeah, like I said, you take that, you know, my hut and your hut kind of mentality that when you move Now they're move permanent. It, now they're permanent. So now I have a stronger sense of my hut versus your hut now. It, yeah. It's more concrete. It's more permanent. <clears throat> uh, and... So now all these little communal gardens, you know, start getting, you know, in a little bit of disrepair. They, they can't feed a, a growing population because if somebody just doesn't feel like planting a whole lot this year, they just want to plant a little less of something. You have you don't have enough of that to go around for the growing population. So somebody has to say. This has to be done in a certain way. Somebody has to take control of the, the agriculture to make it more productive instead of having a bunch of backyard farms now you got a larger farm and yeah that was taken with somebody's got to live there to do it so it becomes my farm yeah <laughs> i think that was a natural evolution kind of thing it it, it couldn't have just jumped up and says hey i got a brand new idea <laughs> uh, I, I, I was really beginning to think that it all came out of the tribalism evolution and like you know marx himself had said that you know it, it's a process of you know stages and, and it's a natural evolution from the former to the latter um and one of these guys had something you know from a less per- perfect to a more perfect society um you know, some french guy i can't remember which one that was <laughs> way back when before the before the revolutions um, yeah I, I kept going back and back and i'm like man this this goes back to the dawn of time exactly it, 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 it almost seems as if it's hardwired into humans, like it's our natural state. It's just with the culture we live in, this, well, not so much culture, but the society we live in, you know, we're not a hunter-gatherer society, any, society anymore. Yeah. It, it clashes. It doesn't, it doesn't work the same. But I think it, it, it seems like it's our natural state, you know what I mean? That's why I always love the hunter-gatherer, you know, the... The, um, there's a political theory called neo-tribal anarcho-primitivism. Oh, God, that's a mouthful. It's basically, you've seen Fight Club, right? Yeah. What Tyler Durden's talking about, people out on abandoned superhighways grinding corn and shit, that's that's neo-tribal anarcho-primitivism. Yeah, I still can't wrap my mouth around that one. <laughs> Not even going to try. 
but yeah, I, I like the idea. I'm going to take it back to our roots. Yeah, they, they they basically say take it back to the Stone Age. And it's kind of where I divide with them. I do like the neo-tribalism, but I say we have the technology to not be in the Stone Age. We can still live in a neo-tribal society. We just have to completely change everything about the way we live. Yeah, we can still have goals about, you know, colonization. Yeah, I know that's a bad word, but, you know, say expansion. No, nope, no, nope, that's another bad word. Um, yeah, spreading, no. Um, damn, how do you get from one place to another now without doing something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, we're going to have to get off this rock eventually. I mean, we live in a fucking shitty guy. So, yeah. We, I mean, for fuck's sake. There's one, we we one, can't abandon technology and just go back. Where was that one I sent you an article about? Another fucking, like, a school shooting or whatever in some other country. Well, I'm talking about a galactic school show, oh. shooting gallery. This, this rock that we live in only going to last forever. Well, no. No, I mean. But will it outlast us is the thing. Well, that that's yet to be seen. You know, that's what I'm saying. We can't go back to a complete, you know, Stone Age society. You know, trying to avoid one thing or the other, you know, that'll leave us stuck here. We can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> when 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 you're when all you had to do was like basically make sure you had food and shelter and fire, like people lived better. Like they had better, uh, like more time with their family. They won't they won't just laboring away. Oh, well, I know that feeling all too well. We do it every damn year, bro. Yeah, yeah it's great. For a short period of time, but... It's great, right? Yeah, sitting out there with no no worries when you're on that vacation. You enjoy that vacation properly. You got shelter, you got food, you got fire, you got water. Yeah, some people go to tourist destinations and want to go do, 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 do stuff. Fuck that shit. I want to go somewhere where I don't have to do jack shit but eat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, break sticks. Yes. Make fire from gold. <laughs> Done. <laughs> That's the day. <laughs> and yeah. It's so much more relaxing. It is, man. And like, that's you know, that's that's why it's people are so miserable. You, you know, know what I mean? Think that is the ultimate goal of some folks that have this socialist dream. Um. So, like, one of the thing here that is when you ask some. Socialists, it was one of the quotes that you get from one of these books that come out was uh, that they think it's the hope for human freedom and justice for humanity. Um, pretty much a bland, open-ended definition. And it pretty much, you know, from when you look at uh, the uh, the actual definition and put it together, it kind of blends. And a dictionary definition really sucks for yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it really does paint everything that isn't capitalism as socialism. <clears throat> as if there's no nowhere else to go. But if you break it all the way down, you kind of see where it comes from. Because almost every other form of economics that we have ever had on this freaking planet has been some tenets of the evolution of socialism. Yeah, um, like I said, I think it's our natural state. You know, we just got to figure out how to make it work in the world we live in. I mean, it doesn't seem to want to do that. Um, now, there was that one guy, uh, um, that, like super hardcore socialist professor, Wolf. Oh, yeah. Um, he said, and it's a, it's an interesting thought, that 
socialism and communism has been tried in all these countries and failed, but every time it's been tried, it was an experiment, you know, and they learn from it and then they try it again somewhere. It, it, it keeps getting tried and tried and tried. Evolution is a perfect. Yeah, no. And like I said, they, they're trying to fit something that works for humans in a world that we've built that really, like I said, it's not, it's not, we're not meant to live like this. You know what I mean? It's an impossible adjustment. It's going to require a radical change. Yeah. Um, on the event of possibly a freaking world disaster. Yeah, that's the thing with uh, neo-tribal anarcho-primitivism. Is like everywhere that it's written about, everybody who wrote books on it, there's books and books on this thing. But they all say that the biggest problem is you would have to reduce the world's population by 90%. Like ninety percent of the world's population just has to go. It's a little drastic. So you so you could start over. You'd have to completely start over without bumping elbows. You'd have plenty of room for resources. You know, well, we 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 definitely got plenty of room for resources, especially when you throw technology in the mix. Any kind of technology. Now, if you're going complete primitivism, you know, then yeah, you're going to have a problem. Yeah, they want to go back to the Stone Age, Neolithic. Technology. Yeah, that, that's before agriculture. And that, then you're going to create a problem for having any kind of world population, for sure. So, yes, if you want to go full primitivism... That's it, why it wouldn't work. Unless you have... You're never going to get the world yeah. to agree to something like that. Unless It wouldn't work. Unless you reduce the population. Yeah, that would take an extinction level. And it, it kind of seems like if you reduce the population by that much, that's what we're going to be doing anyway. You know what I mean? Like, we're back to the Stone Age at that point. No, going back to the Stone Age at this point in our evolution, you would have it would have to be voluntary. Yeah, even if yeah, we've learned some things, right? Me yeah. or you could sit around long enough and figure out a way to generate electricity. Yeah, well, I already know how to do blacksmithing. I, I can smelt metals and form iron and steel yeah. right now. <laughs> I, I will never go back to the Stone Age unless it's a voluntary choice because I'm lazy and you know, a piece of glass or stone is right there. I can chip into an edge. Instead of you know building a fire and yeah yeah yeah, it would be a choice. <laughs> um, I know how to make biofuel. It we're still going to have you know stuff laying around. Everything's yeah, just yeah. not going to disappear for for a while. I can't you know cast and make my own engine. I'm not that big of an engineer, but engines are going to be around. I can make fuel for them. Yeah, you know, I'm not going back. To <laughs> <coughs> Well, even like that's why I say it could be done with technology. It can. You know, it, there's no reason not to. You could build up tribal fucking communities, and you could still have agriculture and all that. I've been dreaming about it for what seventy years now. Like Star Trek. <laughs> what did they have to do? Stop fucking valuing shit. Yeah the 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 Vulcan showed up and it changed their paradigm. You know they're like oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you quit valuing stuff above knowledge and humanity and life itself, then maybe we could probably start the evolutionary path. But right now, humans aren't ready to do something. It's just not. No. Well, the thing is, like, what are they ready to do, though, right? You know, it's like everybody's so angry, you know, on both sides. On left and right, everybody's so fucking that it's the divide is so far. Like, what is the what is the way forward? It's 
not even a matter of left and right on this. It's just humanity being so stuck up their own ass. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and what we the, don't the left and right divide is anybody. a symptom of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, it's a symptom. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, we are 15 minutes in. And barely to, even acknowledge <laughs> the subject, but I guess it's there. Yeah. Um, we, are 50, we are talking about socialism today. Um, boy, we're off to a great start, aren't we? <laughs> uh, you've just been listening to us chit-chat, and we've been talking about socialism, you know, sort of. Um, and yeah, so we're finishing up our two-parter on uh, fascism and socialism. Um, and, well, I guess we can go back to it now. <laughs> but yeah, humans wanting things and thinking that money is power and all this other greedy crap that, you know, I'm better than me, you. You know, me, 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 fuck you, me. That kind of mentality with humans. It's, as long as we have that, we're never going to make it. It's kind of a moot point because both sides, the capitalists and the socialists, have already lost the fucking war. We didn't even know it. Yeah, both, both, both experiments have failed. Fascism's already won. <laughs> yeah, and it's using whatever it wants. They didn't even know they were fighting the war either. Fascism just come out of fucking nowhere and took over the world. Well, it didn't come out of nowhere. Oh, oh this, far, this form of it did. Nobody thought they were using it. Well, I don't know, dude. I think it was Andrew Jackson. There may be five or six people. And, you know. Andrew Jackson warned us about um, corporate banks and Federal Reserve banks and shit like that. He warned us about it. Like, he went through hell to get rid of them and then warned us about it. Like, don't yeah. ever let it take it or it, you'll lose the country. And sure enough, uh, Roosevelt, he fucking fought him back, too. But ever since then, man... <laughs> Ever since that fucking the 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 business plot, that little fascist attempt at the overthrow of the government, it's been it's been just happening, and we've just been watching it on the news, chilling. Yeah, we we've been supporting it without even knowing. Yeah, buying everything we can fucking think of. Marshall tells me to. I got to go get it now. And they made it to where they even made it to where like you can't get away from it. Don't even tell me there's a limited supply because I'm gonna have to buy two. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm just there's a everybody's got this like lung and head disease I'm gonna go buy all the toilet paper all of them for no reason <laughs> and you know I was less upset about the toilet paper because I will just go into a gas station and steal it like in the bathroom they didn't tell me how I couldn't take it with me I just bought a cheap ass pack of fucking washcloths threw them in the washing machine when I was done with them. I mean it's like I, had, <laughs> I, mean, I just went back what, what really kids. upset me was ramen ramen noodles disappeared of course they did it, it, it pissed me off <laughs> you know like all my life I could always count on finding ramen noodles until they're stuck in a shipping container out in the fucking ocean waiting to come in to go into port I, I thought there was enough of a supply of them <laughs> I mean for fuck's sake even in prison you know, there's ramen. Yeah. Fucking aircraft carrier out in the middle of the ocean. You can go down to the fucking uh, canteen or whatever. And guess what? You can buy ramen. <laughs> I imagine it was a little... Well, they, could, they could probably get it a little easier. Just dock with the ship and sitting out the board. Well, they load up. They, the Navy, every time they like they pull into port, they load up on supplies. They want no damn supplies for them to load up on for a while. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Everybody's fucking green, man. They bought them all. I just wanted 12. You know, a, tw a box of 12 would have been fine for me for 
two weeks. It's like freaking ammo. It's like blasting caps. Like every damn thing, man. Yeah. If it's difficult to get, somebody's gonna buy it off. Yeah. Okay. So socialism is supposed to solve that kind of a problem. Yeah. So as we've been saying, it existed pretty much forever. Um, like I believe it is our, our natural, like the, our, our natural instinctive state. Um, but the first, it was first like, uh, you know, Karl Marx made it famous, right, with the Communist Manifesto. But it was already a huge movement going back to, you could say it started with the French Revolution. That's a good, that's a good point. You could start with modern socialism in Europe. Uh, the French Revolution, Industrial Revolution, that that whole big yeah yeah, um, and like Marx came out of the Industrial Revolution. You know, what I mean, that's why his the Industrial Revolution is why he wrote the Communist Manifesto. Um, but yeah, there was it is a philosophy and movement encompassing a range of economic systems characterized by the dominance of social ownership of the means of production as opposed to private ownership. As a term, it describes the economic, political, and social theories and movements associated with the implementation of such systems. While no single definition encapsulates the many types of socialism, social ownership is the one common element. Uh, different types of socialism vary based on the role of markets and planning and resource allocation, uh, management in organizations, and from below or from above approaches. Uh, with some socialists favoring a party, state, or techni uh, technocratic-driven approach. Others, you know, want it from the people. Yeah, it basically was just a movement against liberalism. It really is. That's the fucked up thing about it. And they, they, nowadays, everybody's like, oh, the liberals are communists. I was like, well, you can't really be... <laughs> no, they can't. And you folks have forgotten the definition of things, man, and... So like like I said a few a few episodes ago, liberalism somehow has become a bad word. Um, I don't understand how personal liberty and freedom can be bad in any sense of the word, but somehow it has. I don't understand it. I don't understand how a liberal kind of person could go toward the idea of a communal based society. Yeah. I just don't get it. it. It doesn't seem to meld properly. But a communal-based society does work. We, it's proven. Yeah. I mean, small towns blew up because they were communal-based societies. Yeah. We evolved from tribes to city-states to states to nations because of the communal-based society foundation. But somehow... And I, I see it, the idea of personal freedom kind of stepped in the way. Well, when there's a, a large force of people, like a large number of people, like like what we got, you, the liberalism, I, I think socialism would work with liberalism with the exception of the population and the, the way our world works. You couldn't, like, everybody wouldn't do it. You'd have to take away their, they'd have to do it for the greater good. And that's where you lose the liberalism. You know what I mean? The more, the more you do things for the, for the many, the less of you there is. Exactly. Um, which is why I've always had a problem with spots. Well, 
I get it though. I, he's not wrong. The, <laughs> need, not. the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. I, he's not wrong. Not wrong. Or the one. Or the one, even yes, but it really does suck for the few sometimes. Or the one, it does, it does, and like he's not wrong there, you know. I, it it, it sucks. As well, I mean, when you look at these these older views of it, it it, it, it was all about the perceived power of money that would get people to start fearing and you know wanting to divide that power up. Um. And that came from when the Industrial Revolution started, you know, people somehow coming out of feudalism and into a capitalism started thinking that they were losing more freedoms because they had jobs that they could buy stuff. Well, instead of being a peasant farmer, you know, you're and just working the land and doing your thing, you're now in a factory with a manager and a corporation and fucking bullshit. And you're there. Back in the day, it was fucking like 80-hour weeks and shit like that. Like, no days off. Like, they worked you to death. It, it went it, it went somewhere different. You know what I mean? They became like... like They they lost their identity as people. You know what I mean? You yeah, the, the, early, the early advent of the, the, the capitalist, you know, involvement in society really didn't come off to a great start. No, it was horrible. Um, People were dying, and you know the concept the rich of, the, the, the concept of it being a voluntary contract kind of got lost in its sense. Um, either that, or people really were that fucking stupid to enter into a voluntary situation where you're working eighty hours a fucking week for you know barely enough to fucking eat. It happens today, so yeah. I'm still not sure about that. I mean, we, we have supposed education systems that are supposed to be teaching a little bit of economic, you know. Not, I mean, not really, dude. When I was in school, they didn't teach us hardly shit about it. Money was a thing that existed, you know, had something to do with the government and there's taxes. It's not really a hard concept. They didn't teach us anything about what capitalism really was or socialism, for that matter, or anything. No, but I ain't saying they went to that part, that part. Um, but just... To teach you a bit, a bit of math to where you know if you get so much, well, we learn math, so yeah. Much to push out, I mean, we learn math, but as far as learning, or, even down to like doing taxes, they didn't teach, they didn't teach you in school. You know, math should teach you that. I mean, honestly, I mean, they're giving you a bunch of numbers, you plug them into the same into a spot, and you find out if you got enough money to pay it. <laughs> and if not, whoops. <laughs> Uh, I mean, just just making a basic budget. You, you got X amount coming in. You know, how much can you spend out and put a little bit of savings? I mean, maybe they didn't teach you why you should save. Nah, they didn't teach. They didn't teach us shit about it. Man. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a fallacy. That, that, that not a, a problem. That's that's definitely a problem that you know society needs to fix is educating their fucking people. But it, it should have taught just the basic math should give you a, an understanding that you. Know, you and you know, growing up with your parents and stuff, you, you know, you need money and you got to have enough to get the stuff you need. And needs should come before wants, but. Yeah. I mean, that should be, you know, but. But that's a whole other problem and I do not understand it. So I really can't speak too much on it. So I'm not. <laughs> but 
the idea that you're going to solve equality issues that arose from this, the, the disparity between the working class and the ownership, the people that, you know, somehow had money to invest into this stuff. I don't know where that money come from to begin with. Well, I mean, that goes, a lot of it goes way back. In, in Europe, especially. Yeah, I guess it was, you know, the feudal lords had, yeah, exactly. the, had the money, and they're the ones that started the empire. Old, so old money. The, the money never really did leave the, the, the original, the originators of the, the currency power. Not really, no. Um, so they became the, the people who opened up the factories and, you know, started employing people instead of, you know, giving them a piece of land or a corner of the factory. Um, I don't know how that worked out. That's a that's a whole big puzzle of how capitalism actually evolved out of feudalism. But it was a dark time. It it, it didn't come out smoothly. No, and and like I've heard arguments that we still kind of live in a form of feudalism. You know, yeah, what I, mean? I, I haven't seen much of a difference. On no, we changed the name. We're just not so. working in. A, we're not peasants. I mean. I have to pay for my privilege to live on the, the king's land now. Yeah. And I do not like my new lord, and I fear I may freeze to death in my hovel. Yeah, especially this winter. <laughs> it's going to be a rough one. Uh, but um, the, the inequality that, that showed up <clears throat> is one of the biggest concerns that most socialists and hell, even some capitalists actually do see as a problem. Yeah, you know, they they want they they they're not bitching about nothing. I don't understand how they think it's going to solve it though. Using a uh, communal based you know control of uh, production. You know. Okay, so you form a group of people. Was that what, what was this guy's uh, first year? I think it was that. Uh, had this thing about questioning why there's a hundred wi- uh, wineries instead of one large winery for everyone to go for their wine needs. Um, it makes sense. Okay. So who controls the price in that winery? And in that group, I mean, the, the winery, everybody involved from the growing of the grapes to the smashing and the, the bottling all the way to the end that's selling it would be involved in that winery. So you got that little societal group. Okay. They all own an equal part of it in this concept. Mm-hmm. So they all should have an equal say. They're going to have their little vote and their, their little talk or whatever happens behind their doors. And voting isn't democracy, so it's it's not democratic socialism yet. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so they get together and they control the price. They set the value of their own good. What if they set the price too high? Then they don't sell any wine and all their product, all their product goes to shit. Fair. What if they set the price too low? Then it all gets bought up by whoever's got the most money and, and closest to the area you can buy it all. Well, then you have to work out a distribution system where everybody has a fair share of it, and it's not... There would be, like, for... You'd almost have to do away with currency. You know okay, what I mean? What if there's not enough to go around? It was a bad harvest. 
Yeah, I mean, look what happened to Ukraine under Stalin. You got a thousand people, you've got 800 bottles. Who gets a bottle? Yeah. Who I gets mean, left out? Or do you throw it all away and say, fuck it? <laughs> um, okay, let's say you got enough to go around. Okay. You don't like wine. I like wine. I want to give you a, 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 ste- a piece of steak for your bottle of wine. Now I have two bottles of wine. Now I have more wine than everybody else. Yeah. How do you stop that? Because if I do that enough, I've got way more wine than everybody else, and now I can control what the actual value of wine is. Yeah. I mean, but... Well, we were talking about wine, though. We're not talking about food it works for everything well because if one person or a group of people this is the problem i see if they control what the the value of something is then does it actually have an intrinsic value i mean if they can it can go away or nobody will take it um and it goes to waste it doesn't get used instead of there being a bunch of people that are actually trading it on what they perceive the value of it is. Yeah, I mean, you could do market research and find out what people are willing to pay and find out if it's even worth getting into. Well, it changes depending on the person and the situation. Well, I mean, how much would you pay for a bottle of water right now? I, I got water. Okay, so how much would you pay for a bottle of water? Nothing. Okay. Now, we're walking out through the middle of the woods and you ain't had no water in a day and a half. And How much are you going to pay for a bottle of water? Hell, when we did that forced march shit <laughs> uh, through fucking uh, the, the train tracks and that fucking jungle of thorns. Right. Yeah, I would have given fucking, I would have given my leg for a half a bottle of Aquafina. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, you have a say, regardless of the 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 rest of the world situation, you have a determination in the value of an object, depending on your current situation. Somebody can't set a value because, you know, you need, you at that time need that water more than somebody else to just had a glass. Right. If there's water to be there, you should have an option to get it. Not, oh, it, sorry, it's not your fair share. And yes, anybody with a human, humanitarian heart would give up their share for you. And I imagine that's the mindset that's necessary to make a socialist. Socialist, yeah, yeah. And like, we're not ready. <laughs> well, Mark said um, there was one, and I, I like it a lot. I, I think about it a lot. Um, and that's uh, from each their from each their ability to each their needs, basically, or to each to each their to needs each from their each, their ability, each their ability. To each their ability, it's to both. I can't remember it now. Wow. Um, but no, it's it's basically like you give people what they need. People like like healthcare, housing, food, you know, shit like that. You give them what they need, and you, they give you what they can. They do what they can, you know, as far as production or putting it forth into society and whatnot. And that's to me, that's that's the fairest way. Now, when it comes down to like ex- extra stuff, like you know, wine and fancy shit, you know. I, that's where I always lose. I don't know what to do with that stuff, like TVs and whatnot. You know what well, I mean? Well, wine really isn't, you know, in a historical sense, one of the a fancy thing. 
it wasn't really. Uh, and, well, in it Italy, was, in Italy, I mean, they consider it food. You know, but all over the wine was one of the first. After mead, wine was the, the, the probably the second beverage mankind could safely fucking drink. Yeah, yeah, because you know sterile. <laughs> um, so it was your hydration. You didn't go to the water and drink. You didn't drink from the fucking aqueducts. No, no. Hell to the fuck no. You didn't drink water unless you were dying of thirst. <laughs> yeah, because you'll die from the water. Um, <laughs> but no, it's. Yeah, nowadays it is, but back then a, wine, a winery was an important state. But then, what time. about what about like TVs and cell phones? Again, you know, that's where that's where I that, that's where socialism loses me a little bit. That's where the well, Marxism loses me a little bit with the from each their ability to each their needs or whatever. You know, I, that's where. What do you do? How do you get that stuff? We don't just stop having TV. Does everybody get a TV? What if there's a? Does everybody get the newest TV that's being put out? Yeah, with like, innovation, you got you know, five different. You know, hey, we got a brand new one. Well, we we haven't sold all the old ones we got, so you don't make the brand new one now. It's it's going to stifle. If one company is making all the TVs and that's the only place you can get a TV, why wouldn't you fucking innovate? You've already got everybody buying your fucking TV. Why would you make a new TV? Yeah. Um, the only way somebody makes a new TV is because they want to compete. They want to sell TVs too. So how about? A concept, and I know I think it's democratic socialism, but where um, and China does it now. They have that. They 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 have socialism for people. You know what I mean for like the 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 needs, right? And then they have like an economy for all the extra shit. If you want a bigger house or you want better shit, you fucking work for it and you buy it. But your needs are supposed to be taken care of with it. I'm not saying China's perfect on it. I'm just saying that's the concept behind it. Well, I imagine if you're doing something for the the state, then they will let you go and work at that office as long as you're being productive there. But I imagine that if you fuck up, you're probably going with the other side of the socialist scale over there, and they'll give you government housing and government food, but your housing is a tent on the side of a fucking mountain while you're digging out the latest water hydro project. (laughs) Well, I mean, but yeah, I, I, I you become a slave, I guess, at that point. Yeah, but well, you work, you got a place to stay, later. you got food. I mean, that's the basic, actual foundation of the whole idea. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, what's wrong? But, what's wrong with uh, with this with with combining it though? I don't see a problem with combining it, and that's yeah. I like the newest version that is just now coming around. Yeah. I don't even like democratic socialism because that that's top down kind of bullshit. Yeah, that's, I, that's what we're trying. They're I'm trying an to anarchist. Right I'm never going to be happy with any authority. Tell me, yeah. I, I don't trust. I know. I know. I know. And, and that's yeah. that's the problem I've got with the new socialist movement is that they okay people aren't going to take it when we try, try to do it by force. That doesn't work. So let's just talk the people into it and get them to vote for it. And they're doing it piece by piece by piece. In some staunch capitalist societies, it, it goes very slowly, but in yeah, some and, other societies, every, it's, it's moving. In almost quickly. every socialist program the United States has, it's it, it's horrible. You know, they fuck it up so bad. A government sub, uh, a government ran socialist program does. Uh, now, calling you know 
police and schools and you know the postal service and all that is you know socialist programs to me is a little bit of a stretch um they're they're just government-run pub- public programs you know it does kind of fit into the into the spectrum of socialism, but it's not always for the good of the people, no. and it's not by the will of the people, which to me kind of throws it to the very edge of the socialist program. Now, if we had peacekeepers that people volunteered to get by into and you know or if it was part of a, a, a and mandatory it was, civic even if service. it was subsidized by the government and that would make it state socialism i get it but it's only subsidized by it. it's not controlled by it. it's controlled by the people but the, the, the state would give them funding to buy vehicles and you know protective gear and stuff like that um not militarizing of course hopefully but that would actually be something I would call more socialist. The people getting together to form what's necessary for the people, even if they need help from the state. I like that kind of socialism. That's my home kind of socialism that has grown out of its own home and encompassed a larger circle. That kind of socialism is what we need. That kind of socialism is what I think humans evolved from to try to do something better out of greed and realizing we're going down the wrong fucking path. It only worked for a few. Yes. Again, like Mussolini said, the loyalty factor is too large to do socialism on a grand scale. I cannot care about somebody of halfway around the world, no matter what their plights are, when I have my own plights. Right, right. I have to get my own house in order, then I can care about other people's homes. I I understand. And now there's places, there, there's some things I think we could do that we're not hurting for, right? Well, I don't know. Actually, in California and so like that water's getting rough. But, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, But you go to like uh, Africa, you know what I mean? And they get like monthly shipments of a crate of bottled water. But to get, like, the nearest water that they can get to is, like, miles away. They fucking, it's horrible. They all get sick from it. And, like, we could give them water. Like, we have water to spare here. You know what I mean? We we got the Great Lakes, for fuck's sake. You know, that'll last a couple hundred years. Then it'll be the mud puddles. Well, then it's somebody else's turn. You know, before then, it's like, hey, we're we're giving up some of our water. Why can't you know? Like, there's plenty of places with plenty of water. While there's people who are fucking like children who are dying of dehydration. Well, the thing is, they got water over there. They just just not fit. It's not, and we could we could we, we got the technology. We can actually clean up the water. I mean, people are doing it. They are setting up these you know solar steels and stuff like that over there. So people have access to clean drain drain water, but it's so damn slow because it's going on either philanthropist investments or charity donations and stuff like that. People don't give a fuck enough. Else, those people would be putting up freshwater stills in every mud hole in Africa. Yeah, and like, and that's on a global scale, you know what I mean? But it, it would. 
and I'm not saying it's nothing but mud holes in Africa. That's not, no, there's there's large parts that are desert. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the water sources are shared by animals. They're nothing much more than a fucking mud hole. Oh, that's yeah. That's the point I'm getting. Yeah, and, like, it... Plus, there's a lot of, like, uh, like strip mining and shit going on that gets into the water. And just, oh, yeah. yeah. Man, it's, it's horrible. We... we Africa's got ever got fucked up when you know they got colonized by the British. <laughs> Why would they care? <clears throat> they didn't. British didn't care. They just took everything and ran. And a lot of the people. <laughs> yeah, it, this this newer, new version of, of socialism that you know is is springing out of the democratic socialism evolution of socialism is. Something I can lean into. Sorry, is my ass getting a little too long for you? No, no, no. But it would eventually. <laughs> but uh, I like ground up. Like I said, at home I'm a stark socialist. You know, everything I have, I share with my family. I will go without for them. You know, to that point. So, yeah, I'm 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 all for. Yeah, it. when we run out, we're all out. And in a time of disaster, you know, I'm all for. You know, I, I like the, the way we get together to help each other out when hurricanes and tornadoes and shit fuck us up. I like that. Yeah. You know, you, you see earthquakes. We don't get that many of them over here except for on the West Coast. It, it, it's it's where you see the actual, the goodness that exists in humans. Yes. Now, if we can keep that much. mentality, <laughs> it would be great. But from the time of the Industrial Revolution to now, we have had in place a capitalist economic idea that does not prohibit in its own self. Now, the people that participate will, but it itself does not prohibit any socialist economic programs to exist. No. It's just the people become fear, afraid of the word. Yeah, socialist programs do not prohibit capitalist programs from existing. Unless you get the state involved. When you get the state involved, that's and, and you start forcing socialism, that's when capitalism has a problem. Or is the problem, whichever way you want to go with that. They they don't exclude each other. No. They can coexist. You can have all the socialist programs you want. Be my guest, please try to make the damn things happen. I would love to see a society where you know people actually control what the hell people get. I yeah. just don't understand. You're not going to, don't give up the illusion of grandeur that you're going to get rid of inequality. No, that's, that's going to be a rough one, you know. Um, hey. I mean, unless we completely devalue everything except for human life. And even then, I can come up with a way that, you know, somebody would be considered more, you know... More human than other humans? Yeah, I mean, if if, if we put all, if all we value is humanity and human life, then the person with the most sons or daughters is going to be the, 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 the most powerful person. Ajira! Oh, Lord! <laughs> the fuck? Damn, cats trying to kill each other. Ajira's gone psycho. Oh, but you know they're about probably the only damn animal that thinks about murder every five minutes. Yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty they're pretty uh, vicious. Just about everything they see, first thing that comes to their minds: can I kill them? 
how can I kill this and how can I drag it out for hours? <laughs> People in humanity. Yeah, yeah. But like, so I, I, I was, I had all these plans to go into like the depths of, of it, and really, what it comes down to, there's just too much. You know, we'd be doing twenty episodes, and we wouldn't cover all of socialism. Well, socialism really is, in its broadest sense, any other thought of economic ideals that takes away the individual freedom to participate in the economy. I mean, if it isn't capitalism, it's pretty much a form of socialism. Yeah, I mean, and there's, like I said, there's even socialism within capitalism. They're, they're, there is. They, they exist, they, they kind of coexist. They almost have to. You know what I mean? Like, uh, completely unchecked capitalism, it's... It's horrible. So it's so completely unchecked. I disagree. I think that unchecked capitalism is the freest form and gives people the most control. Well, then then you end up with all the control in the hands of just a couple of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, what hap- that's what's happened every time. Every time. It's what's been going on since the Industrial Revolution. You know, before that. Some people don't realize that the motherfucker can't run that factory without them. And but that—that's the thing. Oh, but then they're just going to find somebody else to do it. Well, that's what's causing you to be a slave to that system. Now, well, and see, in West Virginia, uh, there was a coal mine. Go figure, right? And uh, like it was, they—they they lit. The, they, it was one of the really corrupt ones where like they all lived in the town and the company store bullshit and all that. And eventually, like they all kind of went nuts like all the miners, and they went on strike. And they went on strike with guns. Like anybody come to try and get them back to work or bust through the line that they were at the picket line, they, they shot them. Uh, they sent Pinkertons down there to try and break up this fucking, uh, this mob of miners who were just saying, fuck you, we're not going to work anymore until you fucking start treating us like human beings. Okay, so why do people fight so much to participate in capitalism? I don't know. I mean, they come out of feudalism. Here comes the Industrial Revolution. and starts putting people to work. Why did people volunteer for them? Why did they go into that? I don't... And, and that, to me, they had to have seen something better. The people that were working... It was and something doing new. That. I could give it maybe that. It was something, something new. new. Yeah. Okay. That's going to wear off really fucking quick when somebody realizes how fucking horrible it is. But they didn't. It continued. If it's so bad, why do people keep doing it? Why do people continue to do it, and why did it become so popular? Why did it grow? There had to be an improvement there that people saw that they wanted for them to get to go for. There had to be a motivation. Yeah. And without some kind of measurable motivation, they're not going to participate. You can see it today. People say that it, it's horrible. We have the biggest class mobility ever in human history. Yeah, you, you get young folks in the, in say thirty and below that are in desperate situations now. That in the next ten years 
won't be. They'll be in the top 20% instead of the lower 20%. Uh, and that's just going to work. That's that's not managing your money and actually being smart with it. No, that's just in, employment. No, you're never going to make it to be one of those big. Well, assuming, assuming it doesn't all break down, you know what I mean? Yeah, they say that there's a cycle. Yeah, um, like four to seven years. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm talking about like at, on a larger scale than, than that. Yeah, I think that boom and bust cycle is due to all the regulations. I think it's designed to happen with all the regulatory crap, which also makes it harder for other people to make that next step out of the labor force into the entrepreneurship. All those regulations, man. <laughs> it's also what keeps all these other corporations and businesses in business when they fail. Yeah. That shouldn't be allowed to happen. Too big to fail? Fuck that. No, no, that's that's where we get this whole. That's why we have corporate fascism now. Yep. You know, um, and or that's capitalism, whichever way you want to call it. It's the same, same thing. It's the same fucking thing. And like, it's what we, the capitalism that we have has been fucking so corrupted by it. Which is why I, I have disagreed with your earlier remark. Unfettered capitalism is the freest form. I control my means of production myself, not a group. Not a country, not even a little state. Me. I control what my value is. I have a say in every aspect of my economic growth. Me. Not a state. State doesn't put a value on my work. I do. Even if I do nothing but being an artist, the state doesn't you know, de decree how much I get which they would have to in a socialist society, you know, because the artist isn't performing a, a due function to the growth, but to the, the peace of mind to the people that are doing it. I mean, it's an essential function, yes. You know, providing that little bit of joy in somebody's life so that they can reflect and to think while they walk to work, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're just as important. But who puts that value on their work? The fucking state does. Or some other fucking group, not the artist. In a capitalist society, the artist sets the fucking value of the work. Along with the person that wants it. Well, like and I, like I said, I, I actually agree with it using capitalism in certain things. I don't think that you know that you should be putting a value on people's lives though. Now putting a value on a person for as like their ability to, you know, like what you're talking about. Yeah, I get that. But like so, and, and that's why I bring up like TVs and shit. There's things that you know sort of put a value on some things. But when it comes to food, when it comes to housing, or a place to fucking lay your head, you know what I mean? That you can this is you don't have to leave. You know, um, medical care and and shit like that. Like that, you shouldn't put a value on that. You shouldn't put you you should your your goal when you're building houses or making being a doctor or creating medicines. It shouldn't be to get fucking rich. You know, it, it should be to fucking help people. Well, it used to be. No. I know, until fucking fascist-ass capitalists got a hold of it. I mean, hell, it wasn't too far back into history that the doctor would come to your house for two chickens and a couple of eggs, man. Oh, and, yeah, and exactly. And everybody in your fucking family while it was there. Yeah. <laughs> Need a... 
Need, reckon you need a good mule kicking. You need a damn tooth pulled. You went to the barber. I know. That's it's so weird. <laughs> so weird. I when I found that, I like when I found that out. I was like, that's crazy. Barber. Like, no, I ain't got no gold coins in my pocket, but I am slaughtering a hog next week. I give you a ham. <laughs> that was the that was your baby, man. <clears throat> yeah. But now you 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 go you can't even get a fucking X ray, which used to be a fucking quarter. To see what size shoe you might wear. That technology now is in a medical field where insurance gets to pay for it and it's a couple of hundred bucks. And insurance is fucking crooked as fuck too, which we shouldn't need it. No. If you need health care, if you, if you have a fucking broken, uh, a fucked up heart or a fucking tumor or little Timmy broke his leg, I mean. Again, I would love socialist medicine. You know, because it sounds great on paper and all that stuff. But for me, it just kind of seems a little too close to forcing somebody to have to take care of this person simply because they're there. Well, if you don't want to take care of somebody, you don't be a doctor. I get it. It's just a little close. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying you can make that argument. Just being able to make that argument kind of... Put paints that shade onto it. I, I guess it's it's capitalism. I think can still be the answer there, though. We got rid of that fucking bullshit insurance, to where we're spreading the cost to everybody, so we don't have to negotiate prices and stuff, so they can keep going. We'll just spread the cost a little bit more. And it's gotten to the point where we can't spread it any damn more. You can go get an MRI at one hospital, and it four thousand dollars. You go to another hospital down the road, it could be twenty thousand dollars. There's no, and, the, and that's where they, they got that's where something has to be fucking done. You know what I mean? That's, that, you're just, you're not in, the, in it to help people at this point. You're just trying to get rich off everybody. And if you can't afford it, well, you know, like you just endorse well, usually the ones that are at the $20,000 mark instead of the $10,000, the ones that cost more are in the more affluent neighborhoods. Yeah. I see that where I'm at, you know, I can go to one place, you know, and go to the next county over and it's a hell of a lot fucking cheaper and quicker. Um, but, and you would think that that would be a, a, the form of capitalism that we're all looking for, and it would cause you know people more people to go over here. But now that insurance tells them they have to go over here. Yeah. Um. So it, it really is ruining things. And for an example, I'll, tell, I'll show you. Look at any medical practice that isn't covered by insurance, like LASIK eye surgery. Um. Cosmetic surgeries. Yeah, that insurance doesn't cover those. The prices of those have dropped by 80% in the last fucking 20 years. Because they can't just charge it to the... And the thing is, if you don't have insurance, you get charged the same price that they charge the insurance companies. You know, and like... Because they, they there's like a... There's a person in every hospital that sets the price of everything. Yep. And they make all these prices so high because the, the insurance companies will pay it. But if you don't have insurance, why do you have to pay that same fucking price? Well, that's that's a paperwork thing. Like I said, they, 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 that person that's filling out your, your paperwork at the end, just, just plugging in numbers that come out of the system. You can, however, sit down with that financial person and negotiate your deal. You can get away with paying a lot less for your health care in this country, in the United States, that everybody complains about. Just by talking. 
Yeah, I, I've never tried that. I've never tried that. People don't. They just get that bill like fuck. Oh, you feel if you try to argue with them that they're, they're about well policy and this is what it is. And there's nothing I can do. It sounds scary, so nobody wants to go for it. But yeah, you if you can sit down and talk with folks and usually get you down to uh, the prices they actually would be charging you if you didn't have insurance to worry about. Now I'm talking, you know, way over what the actual cost is. And you get on a payment plan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which will actually help your credit when you go on that payment plan. So, you, folks, you can build up your credit just by paying your medical bills. Go talk to the fucking hospital. It does work. Nobody likes having to pay. It's still going to be expensive shit, but, you know, it's, you know. It, it's something. We're I guess. talking about 5000 over 20000 <laughs> That's a big difference. It's still expensive, but it's a big fucking difference. I think I paid 600 bucks for my last MRI. No. Damn. Yeah, it was 4,800 bucks on the bill. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But again, like I said, when I, when I went to Walmart and bought that little little uh, tablet computer looking thing, I don't even know what the hell to call it. It's a half ass. Yeah, computer. yeah. And they gave you that, that like uh, almost half off. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. You just got to talk. Sometimes it's never set in stone. We live in a capitalist society. You got to exercise your power, folks. <laughs> People have the power in capitalism, which is why I like it. It, it promotes the personal freedom that I fear I would lose if we made we're a all big the way so socialist. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I said I don't. I don't agree with a full, like full, complete socialism. I think that we need a mix. Yeah, I like the new new evolution. Yeah, I kind of like democratic socialism's idea. As long as we're going to have uh, the society, the world we live in, as long as we're going to keep doing things the way we are, and you know, and then this that we want to have to do a mixture of it. It's going to have to be about, like I said, when it comes to human shit, you know, the taking care of people and shit like that. That that should be the where we go to socialism. Shouldn't go to people who are just trying to line their pockets. No, but if somebody wants to sell snake oil, let them sell snake oil. Yeah, sure. If people want to buy it, let them buy it. Yeah, it's and fine. People say fuck it, man. That's bullshit, and they get pissed off and run his ass out of town. So fucking be it. It's capitalism. Yeah, that's the power of the people. You don't want what the person's selling. Don't fucking buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you you get mad, Bezos and Amazon. Don't buy Amazon. <laughs> you got to store and buy it yourself. He'll go out of business if everybody quit using Amazon. <laughs> it would close. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like, it doesn't matter to him. You know what I mean? It don't matter. He could he could close his shop today. It shouldn't matter to us either. <laughs> what power does that money give him? To buy more things. I mean, he couldn't Whoa. spend it all. He, yeah, that's the thing. He, he, he got so much money, you couldn't spend it all. And no matter what you try. Your kids and your grandkids and their kids, they ain't gonna be able to spend it all. Comes down to the root of it, man. The problem with socialism, communism, capitalism, all of it. People, people suck. Yeah. No matter what system you put them in, like, they just kind of suck. It's <laughs> <coughs> our greed. We want stuff. It's consumerism. 
We got to have things when the only thing we need is a place to sleep, some food to eat, person to talk to. Yeah. That's it. That's all we need. Everything else is superfluous. It's just bullshit getting in our way. We've got no aim because we all want our stuff. That's that's our goal is what's, what can we put right in front of us? You know who the biggest landowner in the world is? No, Gates just made a huge freaking nope. Noise. No, but uh, no, I don't know. McDonald's, huh? You gotta raise them cows somehow. <laughs> well, it's not so much that, it's their restaurants, right? Like the way they, they do it is they, they buy the land and build the building on it and then they rent it, kind of, you know what I mean? To they to uh, that, that's how they work their franchise. McDonald's is basically a landlord company, a, a realty company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. When I found out about it, it's one of those things. I was like, huh? So a little bit of feudalism sticking in there. Yeah. <laughs> I give you a building, you make me money. Yep. Taking eighty percent. Yep. <laughs> you're you're gonna you're gonna do things the way I want you to do them, or you're just you can't you can't have this building. Yeah, that whole socialism thing. It's it's definitely a, an evolution. You know, even Marx thought that it was going to evolve the natural evolution of it. Yeah, well, he died. He he never really got to finish out his his work. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's and that's what fucked up a lot with it. It's, Interesting part of it, I found was uh, it, it it really dated back to some of the ideals that Plato and Aristotle had. Yeah, you know, bringing in the essence of people, and shit like you know that kind of almost makes sense when you put it through the the knowledge of the time. It's like, no matter what time in human history you go to, you find something that, you know, smells like socialism a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. I wish we could get there. I just, I I don't see humanity as being ready. No, I don't either. And like I said, we could never, we're not, I don't think with the way we live, you know, we, we couldn't do it on a full scale. It would have to be split with capitalism or something like it. Um, I mean, even in feudalism, you had free traders. Yeah. People that would travel around with their wagons from place to place and just, you know, sell their wares and yeah, stuff. They, yeah, they lived in those wagons and, you know, they, yeah. they paid taxes everywhere they went. Uh, the highwaymen at the time were horrible. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like... Like I said, man, it, it, now, if we lived in the my ideal society where it was, like, modern technology it, it built into, like, small tribal communities that all fell under a document, no state government, a document, a, a an, an agreed-upon code from therein, you know what I mean? And, like, I think that if you restructured society into those tribal communities... Socialism would work on the large scale. It would be the pe- people would have the power over everything. There'd be resources. We have the technology that we'd never have to run out of food. You know what I mean? Well, who owns the resources? Nobody owns the resources. And who controls how much iron comes out of the mountain? So who who controls how much? It depends on the needs of what your community ha- needs. Well... The, the, the iron in the mountain isn't in my community, but I need iron to make knives. Well, then, basically, you have a barter system. You can barter for goods. You can you, you can even have an inter-community commerce. 
but everything comes back to like there's no there's no need for money in this type of situation. But you'd have to completely restructure society. I mean, restructure humans first. I think we're kind of like I said. I think our natural hunter gatherer tribal instincts. You know, I mean, it's kind of what we want to do. We just don't know it. Well, I agree with that. Now, if there's nothing to want, it's just so And work. part of that agreed upon code is, you know, you, you, you get you get what you got. We you just need to make the day on synthesize shit to where we can just materialize. The fuck yeah, the the replicate the thing going. Yeah, you, oh man, I there was something on it. It was like uh, the molecules from the replicator actually come from like waste products of the ship and from the. It's like so they're just eating shit. Yeah, we're just taking apart stuff, and yeah. putting it back together. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, do you think if a per- when a person goes through the transport, do you think they come out the same person on the other side? Well, from my understanding of the theory of the fictional device yeah of course um is that it breaks down your molecules and sends that pattern to reconstruct molecules that are at the location it doesn't actually send those individual molecules no those molecules are gone and then sends you and reconstructs another you so it depends on what you think of as what makes you you yeah, now we're getting into whether if the soul is a thing. Right. But the actual body that's there, that's you, that's a clone of you. It's not really you. No. Yeah. It's another copy of you. The yeah. original you've got. That's kind of where I was leaning on it. You know, I figured while we were talking about Star Trek and the replicators, <laughs> we might as well bring that up. Um, but yeah, if we could get the replicators out to where everything we need, all we got to do is just ask a computer for for everything we ever want, we're getting we there. then you know we then the things have no value. The things that we're asking the computer to make have no actual value at that. Yeah. They're just there on a whim. Yeah, I couldn't sell it because the other person I'm trying to sell it to you just walk up to a replicator and get an exact yeah, copy there, of there, it. There's no need for it. Exactly. That would be the only way I could see us ever getting to to that point is when every need and desire can be taken care of and then there is no power to, to have. We're getting there. <laughs> we got 3d printers now. They, they can, they can 3d print food. Do you see that shit? In, in a way you got to have all the things. You, you still have to have the proteins and whatnot. Yeah. yeah we're, we're getting there. We're definitely getting there. And if we do make that leap, the weird thing about that, is the person that invents that technology that would in any other circumstance make him the richest person in the universe but no, this make person, him absolutely nothing. This, this person would be the savior of humankind. Yes. He'd finally bring peace to the world. But he, he, he wouldn't gain a damn bit of financial no. solitude out of it because he would no, eliminate, they, the, they, he would eliminate they, it. What's yes. the point of it at that point? You know what I'm mean? saying? He would eliminate the need of it. Yeah, he... he he, he leveled up. He went beyond money. <laughs> he ascended. 
But no, that person, he's not going to let the rest of the world know. He's going to hide it in his fucking basement. Until no, what's going to happen is the corporations are going to find out about it, and they're going to fucking, like, buy it. Or they're going to kill him and take it and just lock it away. Yeah, after he prints a few thousand pounds of gold. <laughs> well, you know they're going to use it. Absolutely. Right. Then they'll, all their pro, all Walmart will just be made. All the stuff you buy in Walmart will be made at Walmart. You just walk up to Walmart and say, "Hey, I want this," and give them an exorbitant amount of money. Funny, because it would actually be a wall. It would. <laughs> It'd you be, walk up to the wall. <laughs> yeah, it would be. It would be a self checkout. You walk up to it and you you pay your money and it does the thing. Be like one of those ATMs in the side of the fucking yeah. wall there with a little box. <laughs> oh man! But if it ever got out, but the game's over for them. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that. why. That's why I say keep keep working on the technology. You know, what I mean, keep doing it. We we might beat it yet. You know, what I mean. But. Give up on the equality thing, folks. It, it, that's never going to happen. Well, I mean, if we had to. Even then. Oh, yeah, true. Because you still have different people's religions and politics. and Yeah. Yeah. One person can phrase a, a description better to the computer and come up with a better-looking knife. And, or, you know, he just happens to be better with the, the knife or... You know, he's a little bit stronger or something that's going to give him an edge. There's no equality in the world. Don't look for it in us. <laughs> there's no equality in the universe. No, things, there's a balance. There's disparity the everywhere. The best you'll ever get is a balance. You might not get equality, but you get a balance. You look at trees growing in a forest. Did they, Rush did a song about that. About how... Um, so, like, the, the oak trees are too big, right? And so the maples and all the little trees, like, kind of form a union and demand equal rights. <laughs> but now they're all kept equal by hatchet, axe, and saw. <laughs> and it's like, uh, it, it, the song The Trees by Rush, it's actually a really dope-ass song. That's kind of the, the, the picture I was getting ready to paint. I had no idea about that song. But, yeah, you get oh, one yeah. tree that happens to grow faster than all his neighbors and he shot and blocks out the sun. He's the biggest fucking tree. Um, the other ones, they have to compete by stealing the water. <laughs> okay, we're going to take away the water from the big tree. That'll, yeah, make, that'll yeah. make it equal. It never does. He's still bigger. So you require less water, so you can't take as much. And then some guy comes around with a bulldozer and makes a parking lot. You're all equal. You're laying down. That's the only way it happens. We're equal when we're dead. <laughs> yeah, we're equal when we're born. We're equal when we're dead. All points in between. All bets are off. Yeah, because people people suck. I mean, we're just we're made different. <laughs> yeah, somebody's going to be able to run faster. Does that mean he shouldn't fucking live when the tiger tries to eat you? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Well, I guess if you put it that way. Do we all have to form a line and just see which one the tiger picks? <laughs> oh, wait, he bit me once. He's got to bite you now. Oh. Well, folks, I actually, I, <laughs> this episode did not go at all like I thought it would. But I think we've actually discussed socialism better than we would have if we had just laid out the facts. Right? <laughs> if we had just laid out historical data on it. Like, there's plenty of stuff out there, like, there's a lot. There's been a lot of socialist and communist revolutions, 
Um, you can look them up. We might get into some of them. I, like the Bolshevik Revolution and Rasputin and the the Czars. That's an that's a hell of a story. We're going to have to talk about them. <laughs> um. So yeah, so we're going to get into some of them over time. But the idea that we just we, we just wanted to talk about what socialism is, and if you ain't figured it out by now, it's kind of hard to nail down. But it, it's everywhere. You know, and, and you should stop. People should need to stop looking at it as a dirty word, right? There were bad socialists, but there's bad capitalists. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Um, it's either one, either system can take away your freedom, can take away your individual, your 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 personal liberty, and it, it you stop making it a fucking dirty word. And actually, you know, like if you're one of those people that get mad every time somebody says something. Like, a, a, if you get mad about socialism or this person is socialist or that person is socialist, get over that shit. You know, fig, try to figure it out. Because the, the truth of it is, you're already doing some socialist shit yourself. It don't matter what you do, who you are, you are doing something fucking socialist, probably right now. Yeah, I mean, remember, folks, that socialism is usually where we go when disasters hit. That is, you know, how you really judge yeah, when you make when you make a, a family dinner and y'all sit down and eat, that's pretty socialist in its nature. Unless you charge your kids admission. Well, that's the American dream. <laughs> I'm gonna charge them ten thousand dollars a plate because I'm running for office. <laughs> and then I've seen like videos of these galas and I've never seen any food there. It's McDonald's. He really did that, didn't he? I hey, forgot he about that. Norches. I forgot about that. Oh. <laughs> he really did that shit. <laughs> he did so much other shit that I forgot about that. <laughs> as much as I love the idea that anybody can become president in this country. It's not a good idea. <laughs> we need to be just a little more picky. We, we should be a little bit selective. But I like, kind of agree with Thomas Sowell on that one. We, we did pick the one that was supposed to be easier to impeach. Well, goddamn, he can't even get voted out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Sowell, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with uh, with Trump because you know, over here with Hillary, you have to, the, the, would have been the first woman president. And, you know, if she did anything wrong, you you would have a hard time in preaching the first woman president without being a bigot. So, so let's go with Trump. He'd be the easiest one to impeach. That was, that was his plan and, on that. And that should have made it clear to everybody that our country is really run by corporate power. When a man who has done nothing but run corporations can become the president of the country, corporate the corporations are in power. Like, there's... He didn't have a history of being political. He had never been I don't a fucking senator. would have to. I'm, I'm fine with the fact that he wasn't a political person. I'm fine with the fact that he was a businessman. That, that's fine. In fact, I think the country should be run a little bit more like a business instead of... He was supposed to do that, but it didn't work out. Oh, hell no. That's why I voted for that fellow Perot back, back in the day. And yes, I watched his whole fucking 30-minute infomercial for his political ad. Yeah, I, I remember. Fucker makes sense. <laughs> I remember Ross Perot. Um, probably what killed him was a man. 
yeah, it, it, we we can't have that. No, no, Trump was probably an amalgamation of what is all wrong with the corporate capitalism that we have. Yeah, yeah, he is the symbol of all that is wrong in the world. <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> but I'm not saying I would. I would have been with Bernie Sanders. I am so afraid of what the hell we would. Democratic socialism. Yeah. Well, there's checks and balances, right? It, he he can't come in and become a dictator. I mean, hell, Trump even tried and it didn't work. Yeah, but if you make things sound good and socialism sounds so good, it really does. It pulls at the heartstrings. It does. It, it's hard to argue against taking care of people. You know, it, but we it, know how our government is. It's so it's so get fucking that little corrupt. tiny bit of power. They wrap so much fucking. It's so fucking corrupt. Never get it back. It's so fucking corrupt. You know, and like honestly, that that election, I didn't want anybody. You know, like I I kind of liked Gary. What's his face? The what is Aleppo? I kind of liked it, especially because of that. I was like, oh, he's a real fucking person. He didn't. You know, he he's. <laughs> Oh man, I wish to, he doesn't have prepared responses. He's he's. <laughs> I mean, and, and when we had a choice, you know, it was either Trump or you. What about Mama Jojo? Well, yeah, there's. She was a woman. She was pro-choice to a point. <clears throat> well, I mean, I've always she felt like bring us back onto a, a commodity-based economy. At the beginning of an election cycle, there is like a bunch of people, right? But we all know that in the end, there's going to be two. And I've always felt like anybody who isn't one of the two is it. it it's a token. Well, it's like, hey, look, you have options. Well, we could always go the route that Lenin did, just get rid of all the other parties. And their members, like Stalin. <laughs> yeah. It works. The rest of the world don't like it, but it fucking works. No, no. You don't have opposition if you get rid of it. It's true. Send the FBI after him. Uh, Matt Damon says fortune favors the brave. And we lost all the money. Look, he had every right to make a, a crypto commercial. <laughs> he did. Like I said, snake oil salesmen, <laughs> buyers of snake oil. They're all welcome. <laughs> I mean, come on. If I can make you believe that it's going to make you better, and it's going to make you do whatever the hell you want to do. Then of course, then you have people right? on the other side who tell you not to invest in crypto. I, ain't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'd be a rich man today. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't know about no Bitcoin. No, you sure didn't. <laughs> But it caught on. The goddamn term even tells you it ain't worth shit. Crypto. It's dead. Secret. <laughs> Hidden. Encrypted. But there's there's a whole lot of issues with it, honestly. Like like it's Bitcoin's problematic. I'd be a rich person, but it's it's problematic for a multitude of reasons. But you know, I, when it first came out, I was hoping that it would actually, it, there was something that could replace the the American economy. And you know, you know me, 
<laughs> if I can stick it to Uncle Sam. Yeah, some people I think are taking it to be the new gold. Oh, yeah, safe place to put your investments. It's not. What? It's not. You got to watch that shit all day. And, Every day. And I think that was what I didn't anticipate about it is that, some, that so many people would see it as a safe investment. And they jumped all over it's a place to put my money in case the dollar falls. That is the worst place for you to put it. But okay, it worked for a while. Tried to buy into it when it was the 60 grand, and you know. Oh, yeah. It's too late. <laughs> don't, don't buy it now. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, other ones too. There's like, start. I thought Dogecoin was going to get huge, but it, it didn't. Yeah, I wish I'd have sold that when it hit 80 cents. Yeah, I mean. But anyway, folks, that is, uh, wow, we talked about it way less than we did fascism. But socialism is an easier well, thing. Fascism is part of socialism, so we already covered half the damn topic there. <laughs> fascism is just socialism that happens to allow others to join other than you know, the nationalist yeah, yeah. deal that the Germany proposed. Not nationalism, but the nationalist. They they changed the whole thing in the race. Yeah, so you couldn't join their version. Nope, not not unless you were an Aryan. The Italian version of it, you could join. Now, I don't know if they would have told you you had to actually become Italy or if you could just join a union or whatever, but you could have joined that. Um, you might do a separate. It, it allows it, it allowed for it allowed, it allowed a little bit of capitalism, as long as the capitalism was okay for the good of the state. It allowed some private organizations to exist. Yeah, yeah. They tolerate um, And that really is the only difference between that and the Marxist socialism of the day. So we've, we've kind of covered a lot yeah, of socialism really have. in that particular time. We, 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 we had to discuss socialism quite a bit. Too, I didn't know they were quite, quite. I didn't know they were quite that into As opposed to as, left and right, as we have been told. Yeah, I don't think it has an actual spectrum for our known political bias. It, it doesn't Not at all. I'm pretty sure there are plenty of Republican freaking uh, corporate buyers and CEOs and all that stuff, as many as there are Democratic. Um, it doesn't matter if you're full-on capitalist or full-on communist. You're, you're probably, if you're working for the corporations, you're fascist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Well, folks, um, we have started a topic voting thing. Uh, as we as we have one patron at the moment, we are living under a, uh, a dictatorship. So once every month, like every month, the last episode of the month will be voter topic choice, right? Um, on the list now, we got the Holocaust, JFK assassination, uh, Stephen Avery. Um. Uh, the the we got gender politics, wage gaps. We got we got a whole bunch of stuff up there. Um, but you ain't going to see the list, and you can't vote on it until you join Patreon. So, if you want, if you get tired of Dustin's topics, he has so far chosen Stephen Avery making a murder, uh, as a topic, which I, I'm cool with. That's that's an interesting topic. Mike knows nothing about it, so this is going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. I have never heard of that, that person. A little bit of payback for what he did to me with Uvalde, but not as much. <laughs> it's nowhere near as bad. Although cops, yet again, <laughs> are... <laughs> but, yeah, um, you can find us on uh, Patreon. Uh, you can find us on Acast, Spotify, 
Um, we're also on, uh, shit. We're on everything except for a few. Just look us up. Fuck it. You'll find us. Um, if you like, if you like our intro music, check out Wickless Sky. Uh, you can find him anywhere music is, is being streamed. Um, yeah, uh, be sure to also join our Patreon for our bonus content that we're getting ready to do here in a minute. Our uh, Skeeter's Bar Talk. An in-depth uh, discussion on South Park. So, yep. Um, unless you have anything else, Mike. One of those topics, folks. If you don't like our choices and topics to put up there for a vote that you're going to be seeing every month if you get in there on that Patreon, hey, you cut the power. Yeah. Put some topics up there. We'll add them to the list, and we'll see who gets the, the votes. And I'm game for looking into any topic out there, folks. I don't care what it is. I can unfilter everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I don't want to do any more school shootings. <laughs> Not for a while, at least. Yeah, we're going to have to. We'll put it in the rotation, but it's going to be at the back of the line. That's for funny. a while. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy sleeping. Let's get some fresh horrors that don't involve children if we can. Yeah, yeah. Mass shooting, fine. I'll talk about a mass shooting. Let's, let's, let's not kill kids for a while. Um, yeah, folks, also be sure to check out me and uh, my wife's podcast, Charlie Manson's Fanny Pack. We talk about serial killers, cults, things like that. Um, I'm actually behind on releasing our last episode, uh, Louis Garavito, Il Bestio. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll get it out there. I, I'm, I'm just a little bit behind. Um yeah, folks, uh, until next time, I guess, fuck around and find out. <laughs>